Welcome to the Stay Magnetic Podcast, where we have real conversations about self-love, manifestation, regulating your nervous system, mindset, you know, all of the things that you need to be the most magnetic version of yourself. I'm your host, Zoe Magnetic, self-love and manifestation coach and registered psychotherapist, ready to help you become magnetic and stay magnetic. Keep listening to do just that. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stay Magnetic podcast. I'm so excited. This is episode two, and I'm so grateful that you're here listening. Thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Really appreciate you. Um, Today, I want to talk about something that is super meaningful to me. I might even say it's the reason why I started Zoe Magnetic, or at least one of the main reasons why I started Zoe Magnetic in general and this podcast, um, and that is self-love, or essentially how I like to think of it, rekindling your relationship with yourself. Um, The interesting thing to me is that the relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship in your life. And I think a lot of people fail to embody that. They let a lot of external factors determine how they feel about themselves. And the other interesting thing about our relationship with ourself is that it really is the predictor or um, the determinant for how every other relationship in our life goes. So if we don't have a good relationship with ourself, then a pattern that we might notice is that our relationships outside of ourselves tend to struggle or have pain points that um, d- seem like they can't be solved or are a, a pattern. This can show up in a in a variety of different relationship dynamics, and I can totally get into that in a future episode. But for now, I want to focus on what it might look like to rekindle your relationship with yourself. So to me, doing that would require four primary components, and those are nervous system regulation, self-acceptance, self-trust, and then ultimately self-love. Let's break down each of those. So let's start with nervous system regulation. This is something that is missing for a lot of people, right? We're living in what might be considered stressful times, and people are living in a state of stress. If you're not familiar with the states of stress or the stress responses, essentially they are fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. When we're not in those states, it would be considered um, that we are regulated or our nervous system is regulated. Um, However, the likelihood these days anyways is that typically we're embodying a little bit of one of the stress responses for most of our days, which is quite problematic because it's actually quite difficult to live a meaningful life that you enjoy, that you feel safe and secure in when you're not regulated. Um, so for me, the thing that I tend to focus on first with my clients when we're going down a self-love journey or when we're going on a self-love journey, I should say, is nervous system regulation. And yeah, it's, it's a missing piece. And so that's the first thing I focus on. This would entail a lot of, 
you know, emotion regulation, somatic practices such as breath work, um, muscle tension and release practices. It can be simple things like going for a walk, moving your body. There are a lot, a lot of different ways that you can regulate your nervous system. But essentially, in my opinion, rekindling your relationship with yourself and ultimately achieving unconditional self-love, it starts with regulating your nervous system. And this is a step that is integral to the self-love process, yet it is often skipped. And so what happens? People end up struggling with their self-love or they embody what I refer to as very conditional self-love, which is a problem. We don't want that. We want unconditional self-love. So that's the first component. The second component is self-acceptance. Not to be compete not to be confused with complacency. Um, Practicing self-acceptance is important because it allows us to do two things. It firstly allows us to reflect on our past, hold space for the things we've gone through that have caused us a lot of pain and make peace with those things so that they're no longer holding us hostage. The second component of self-acceptance is deciding to live in the present and um, accept our present circumstances. As I said earlier, this does not mean complacency. You can practice self-acceptance while still wanting to change your life, while still wanting new and exciting or different circumstances for yourself. So self-acceptance does not mean, well, I guess this is as good as it gets for me. No, on the contrary, it means I accept what I've gone through, I accept where I am, and I'm excited for where I'm going. So there's a huge difference between the two. So that's the second component that I tend to focus on when I'm working with clients who are rekindling their relationship with themselves and focusing on strengthening their self-love. The next component is self-trust. Now, this is another interesting one because a lot of my clients assume that they have self-trust. In fact, I would even bet that a lot of you listening would hear something like self-trust and think, yeah, I have self-trust, like no big deal. Then I would ask you this, when was the last time you told yourself you were going to do something um, and then you didn't do it? Examples, I'll work out in the morning. I will start on Monday. I'm not going to scroll on my phone for three hours before bed. I'm not going to sleep in tomorrow. Etc. 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 Whatever. Insert whatever habit that you might be struggling with that you make a promise to yourself that you're going to do, and then when the time comes, you don't do it. Now let's remove ourselves from this example and imagine you have a friend or a family member or someone in your life who is making similar promises to you, yet they're not keeping them. Would you trust that person? Would you trust that when they tell you they're going to do something for you or with you, that they're going to do it if they continuously not show up for you? I would think not. (laughs) And so let's apply that back to ourselves. If you're someone who's constantly making promises to yourself but not keeping those promises, your self-trust is struggling. It might not even be there. It might be non-existent. And so the third component of rekindling your relationship with yourself is rebuilding your self-trust, learning how to keep promises to yourself. Um, and when we trust ourselves, we then follow through on the things we say we're going to do, which then results in the fourth component of rekindling your relationship, which is transitioning out of conditional self-love 
into unconditional self-love. Conditional self-love looks like I will love myself when. I will only wear this outfit when I look this way. I will only celebrate myself when I achieve this outcome. The concept of being with yourself, celebrating yourself, being happy for yourself, loving yourself, it's attached to something else. We need to detach self-love from anything other than what's inside yourself. So that is how you start to transition from unconditional to, sorry, (laughs) we don't want to do that. (laughs) That's how we start to transition from conditional to unconditional self-love. When it does not matter what's happening around you, how something goes, what an outcome is, how you look, how you feel, you just know and feel that you love yourself unconditionally. And believe it or not, this is something that is entirely possible. I know this for a fact as someone who does unconditionally love myself. Um, and I will say it it has taken a lot of practice and a lot of embodiment. And now that I'm here, it it just makes sense for me to start to teach people how they can achieve the same thing for themselves because it is such an important thing. Now, why is self-love and rekindling your relationship with yourself so important to me? Well, it's because people who love themselves love other people. They treat other people with kindness. They engage with people in a way that contributes to society in a positive way. They don't hurt other people. They make the world a better place. So that's really my goal with creating Zoe Magnetic and ultimately creating my brand new group coaching program. It's actually called Rekindle for the obvious reason that the entire intention behind it is to help my clients rekindle their relationship with themselves. And I am so excited to announce that it is officially launched. The doors are open. And so if this is something that you feel connected to or that you want to get more information on, please go visit my website, zoemagnetic.com. That's Zoe with no Y, Z-O-E, magnetic.com. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is zoe.magnetic. Um, with any questions that you have. Um, All the information is on my site and throughout my Instagram page. And I am just so excited to be bringing this into the world because this is meaningful work to me. This is something that is, even if it helps just one person, that's still one person that can then help another person see value in themselves. And then it's a trickle effect, right? This is my life's work. My my life's passion is to help people rekindle their relationship with themselves. Um, and so that's why I created this program. So yeah, I'm going to end this episode here to keep it nice and concise. Ooh, that's a rhyme. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to keep it nice and concise. And let me know if anyone has any questions about Rekindle. The doors are open. Head on over to my website. Check it out. Um, would love to chat more with anybody. There are payment plans available. There's a pay in full, um, two payment and three payment options. It is a nine-week program, and we start on Monday, December 4th. 
So get excited because I am so, so excited about this. And with that, I will wrap it up and I will see you all in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Stay Magnetic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I really encourage you to share it with someone who you think would benefit from hearing it and to leave a review below on whichever platform you prefer to listen to your podcasts. That would mean so much to me and I will see you in the next episode.